Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, we've got quite Frenchy names, really. Marc. Marc. Marc et Pierre. Marc et C. With Mar- a C. Marc et Pierre sounds like one of those like l- late 80s sort of Gautier designers. <laughs> Pierre et Marc. Pierre et Marc Cardin. Ah, c'est une black t-shirt avec <laughs> le slogan Je suis un Alfred Hayes guy. <laughs> Je suis grand, slogan le grand. <laughs> le un Alfred Hayes homme. <laughs> Uh, oh, we're back with Survivor Series 97 Part 2. Le Coupe Tordue de Montréal. Oh, c'est vrai bleu. Sacré bleu, oui, oh, oui. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, wow. Exciting, exciting, exciting. We'd got to the bit where Stone Cold Steve Austin was looking at a computer. Uh, remember, <laughs> if, you, if you aren't in uh, America, mm. the easiest way to find out more <laughs> about the superstars is to click on international, then on sports. Once you're there, it's keyword sports. I miss keywords. I don't think I ever used I don't think I've used that America Online, so I never really sort of, you know... Oh, well, do, do you know what? You know, why isn't it World Online? It's the World Wide Web, or uh, just for America. Good point. I, uh, there's also a thing... Uh, this, is, again, is another thing about Bing, right? I know we talked Stop about it last week. You said it was brilliant, now we're... S- look, Pete... What, are you trying to sell Bing again? Pete, Are I... you in the pockets of Big Bing? <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Sometimes you buy shares that everyone <laughs> laughs at, but you say, no, I've got a relatively successful podcast, and guys, we can get these well up above 13 pence a share. This is like your Bitcoin adventure. <laughs> that adventure is not over, but let me tell you, that path has led right back to where we started. <laughs> How do we... Um, there must be wrestlers that have got into cryptocurrency. You'd there think so. There has to be. I'm going to bing that. Yeah. As soon as you get out of the studio, I'm going to find out whether... Do you know, if you're in America, if you use Bing, you get sort of MSN points. And then you can exchange MSM points for, for drugs for, for nothing. It's a pointless thing. <laughs> for yeah. shares in bin. Hey, look it up. If you're American, this is my tip. You probably know about it. Like, oh, you, do you know what? You, if you're American, the other thing you can do, try Hershey's chocolate. It's really nice. <laughs> I did they're not. They're fucking, sick. fucking English prick. Fucking English. <laughs> Douches. Uh, there's a great bit, uh, just before we get on the next bit, um, there's, uh, in the WWF Wars on VT, mm-hmm. uh, where they sort of give us the background of, of a couple of things. Um, there's a guy with a sign that says hi jesus <laughs> i almost guarantee jesus is not watching because this show would have been a little 
less adult. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 actually labelled this one as as I think um, PG fourteen. Right. When it comes out on video, it's eighteen. You oh, know, really? They are. They are. Why I think, Well, in America, some of it, I think they would do it exempt because it was sports. Yes. But over here. The blood and the violence, they were like, that oh, is yeah, an 18. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a massive 18 from us. Um, some of the best WrestleManias are 18. I think mm. I think even WrestleMania 13 with the, the um, uh, Stone Cold and Bret Hart match. I think right. even Just that the blood, yeah. is, uh, is an I 18. I guess it should be, I suppose, yeah. to a certain extent. No. Um, I like the sign someone else held up which said, Domino's Pizza sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they Papa would not there. allow that now. And that's actually, there's a really good bit because when they bring in Team Canada, mm. um, Phil Lafon and Doug Furness are wearing these hoods and they just look like they're Domino Pizza hoods. <laughs> so it's a really odd thing that I couldn't work out whether the fan was being funny or whether he just had some weird grievance with Domino's Pizza. <laughs> I think it's probably the it's latter. It's probably the last. Um, the guy who's interviewing um, Team USA. So team, so, so we've gone through who, who Team Canada is yeah, Team USA. Yeah, so team, U- team, team USA is Vader, Goldust, Mark Merrow with Sable and uh, Steve, Steve Blackman, Blackman, who is making his debut. The reason right. he's making his debut is they had a wrestler called The Patriot, and he was a masked wrestler who had the Stars and Stripes on, a guy called Del Wilkes. Yes. But he was having a really good feud with Bret Hart uh, as the American, and Bret Hart was the sort of anti-American Canadian, mm. and The Patriot ended up tearing his triceps muscle, and so he, he had to pull out right. of this event. So they had to rush someone in. They had a guy called Steve Blackman, who uh, was never, I think, a mixed martial artist, but he was good at martial arts. Mm. Um, so he didn't work in the UFC, but I think he'd had some tough man competitions. Right. Things. He is one of the people who I think Bob Holly, uh, Hardcore Holly, who we'll, we'll meet in a few WrestleMania's time, he said that he would put Steve Blackman right up there with Haku Meng as being one of the hardest men you will ever meet. <laughs> right, um, okay. but, but Steve Blackman didn't really have an aptitude for wrestling. Yeah. His moves are fine, but he has no facial work and he's just, he looks stiff and uncomfortable in the ring but they debut him here against Team Canada who are the British Bulldog Jim the Anvil Neidhart Phil Lafon and Doug Furness mm. really worth saying um, Team Canada consist of the British Bulldog who they bill as being from Manchester uh, Jim the Anvil <laughs> Neidhart who is from Nevada uh, <laughs> Phil Lafon who is from Canada and Doug Furness who is another American so <laughs> but, but even they that they couldn't have done much worse really could they no I well mean, they could have done one worse one worse they could have done one worse it's 75% failed <laughs> and 25% was basically the bare minimum um, but uh, are you going to talk about Michael Cole's line uh, no no oh. I've, not, I've not got that Michael Cole turns to Vader and he says the team you've assembled doesn't seem to have anything in common oh yes <laughs> and Vader it really knocks him <laughs> off his stride doesn't it? he goes wait a second yeah, it's a, like it's a real there's r- such a long pause where he goes what did he just say this ensemble is a mess shall I shall I, shall I answer <laughs> this and go yeah I mean we don't seem to have anything in common apart from the fact we're literally called fucking Team USA and we're all from America <laughs> right that, that would seem to be it well to be honest he's probably thinking yeah well that no because we have got something in common we're Team USA and we're all from the USA and we're going to t- face off against that one Canadian and his three American <laughs> friends he's probably thinking more about the other side of the, of yeah. the situation in fairness, I, I, all of those wrestlers uh, that were mentioned, they did live in Canada. Davey Boy Smith and Jim Neidhart, they made their name in Stampede, which is a Calgary organisation. Right. So they are connected with okay, Canada. Right, okay. There is a fairness. Yes. I, we was Be ju- fair, Mark. We were just having fun. <laughs> um, but, but there is a, a gigantic three or four second pause from Vader. Oh, and he's it's like, great. Oh, 
Ah, I think he's got that thing of going, geez, would it be better if I just punch Michael Cole <laughs> in the face? The answer is yes. Yes, it would yes, have been. It would. it would have been. There's also a funny bit where the cameraman is obsessed with gold dust. <laughs> yeah. So gold dust right at the back. He, gold dust is trying to show everyone the back of his head. The yeah. cameraman's obsessed with gold dust. He can't get to gold dust because, <laughs> let's face it, Vader is a mountain <laughs> yeah. and the other guys are in the way as well. And they try to get to him and gold dust isn't going to say anything. So no. I don't know why the cameraman's obsessed with him. I literally think this is... Possibly the worst <laughs> shot in the entire back catalogue of the WWE. <laughs> it's a cameraman going to business going, I want to see that guy. And forgetting... Yeah, it's true, though, isn't it? He what's should he be. Doing? Yeah, what's, what's he, he doing? What's that he's big sort of, golden pansexual Oscar doing at the he, back? He lifts it up so you've got, like, the top of, like, Doug Furness's head <laughs> and you still can't see gold dust. Yeah. Oh, going on over there. <laughs> what's he got written on the back of his head? I want to see that. Oh. <laughs> you don't get to see it. No. Um... Uh, they also, when they cut to Team Canada, they do their little bit of speech, and they, they uh, I mean, they kick off with the bulldog. <laughs> this is a producer who has never seen the bulldog in action before. Get the bulldog to speak first. Uh, right, uh, I've, I've got a few things to say about it. I'm doing my accent. <laughs> it's just a stupid. I've got a, I've got a few things to say about this. <laughs> He's just, a, um, uh, do you know what though? Actually, there's, there's worth saying. We watched SummerSlam '92 mm. uh, for, for our. our live show and mm. you know he's great in mm. that event but something about this period he never looked more connected with it yeah and he is on fire and when he comes out he looks like a bigger star as he's ever been yeah. i just he is so good in this period no one ever talks about this period of the british bulldog mm. where he's working in the heart foundation he came back after failing a drug test in 93 he went to wcw and he comes back in about 96 has a load of main events never quite perfect but they're good matches but you see him in in these bits where they're in canada mm. he is so so over right. and he is so so good yeah. there's a bit where he holds vader up for a suplex it's just nuts <laughs> man oh man give me some of that sweet diana ball oh, i'm gonna my. lift a bull over my head <laughs> it's, it's an incredible situation when he lifts him as well oh. and and vader himself like he was agile for a fucking giant yeah. like some of the moves he pulls off i'm like jesus uh, christ he's I'm carrying just, so much timber uh, Again, I was watching this match, and I, I, you know, Vader had a very, very disappointing WWF run. Mm. I think you can compare it, really, in some ways, to Bret Hart's WCW run. Okay, they were both big flops after you thought they were going to really, mm. you know, make their mark. And in this, Vader is as good as he is in his whole WWF run. Yeah, it's be he's better in this than he is at any WrestleManias. He's really, really good. I think partly that's down to a crowd who are absolutely rabid. There, I there is a the more flags <laughs> when the Bulldog Anvil, Finn Lafon, and Doug Furnstein come out. Are just people have painted their faces with maple leaves. Mm. It is electrically exciting. Oh, it's great. Oh, it really is. So um, good. I, I like um, Goldust. I like that Goldust can like change up his makeup and still be Goldust, I suppose. Yeah. It gives you so much kind of scope, I suppose. And um, He's got F.U. written on his face. Yeah, I yes, think... Yeah. I mean, when did Prince write Slave on his face? Oh, yeah. That might be around that time. That's, that's, so, that's yeah. sort of the only thing I can think of where people mm. are writing on their faces. Well, he wrote on the back, Still Alive or I'm Alive or something. Alive again. Alive again. I, it was all to do with a, a an angle with uh, his wife and divorcing. 
I mean, it's right, all a bit okay, weird. Yeah, yeah. He, it's worth saying he does nothing in this match. Mm. I mean, he he pretty much is just on the side of the oh, ring yeah, and then he, he just walks off. Is it because he t- really hurt his hand or is that, or was that a nonsense? Yeah, we had a cast on his hand, I think. Could be that. Could be that. Could be. But he just walks off. He just walks off. Yeah. He's like, why were you even here? There's an- he's like, he's got, like, he gets the ring, stands on the side. Um, does he get pulled in the ring at one point? Yeah, and then, yeah. He, just, and then he sort of Vader rolls Vader pulls up, him in to sort of go, you haven't tagged in. Oh, yeah, because Vader's... And then he just walks off. <laughs> yeah, so he's on the side. Vader goes to... T- tag him in yeah. and he's not interested for some reason yeah and then he slaps him on the head and then pulls him in the ring yeah and then he rolls out not wanting to fight anyone it's so confusing <laughs> any of us could have had that role that <laughs> week we could say oh yeah i was once on survivor series wrestle for the wwe what did you do i literally i waited on the ring for 20 minutes and then i went home Vid hit me on the head and then i <laughs> yeah. rolled out rolled out of the ring uh, also just 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 watching this match right at the start if you're a huge fan of seeing men's gooches <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit where um, Doug Furness is doing his stretches on the turnbuckle. Yes. And the cameraman, if this is the cameraman who did the interviews as well, where he's trying to look at gold dust, and then he gets the bulldog to speak first, he has had a fucking nightmare this night. <laughs> he really he's right out. underneath. Yeah. Oh, Doug Furness's sort of, you know, nuts and balls. <laughs> nuts and balls. Nuts and balls. Um, I don't want to go <laughs> into what Doug Furness has. Um, although we can, because he uh, sadly died in 2012. Oh. He was aged 52. Um, He was a good wrestler. He had a really good Japanese career. Mm. Um, Never quite broke out in WWF, but he had a good run, Mm. you know, for this short period. Um, But on retiring, he and his wife, they ran home for abused boys in San Diego. So... Good on him. Yeah, um, good man. He, what a chap. He then, uh, he then died at 52. Um, it was hypertensive heart disease. and He was uh, rather large. Yes. I think there he was, was bulldog-esque. a correlation. Mm. Um, uh, sadly, he, uh, he died in February and he was not discovered until early March. So That's not good. No, he had a, mm. couple, of, a couple of weeks just chilling. <laughs> Where did that come from, Mark? I was just, as I Where said did it, the, you sound like thought, Stewie Griffin oh, there. Just, I know, and I thought... Just chilling. I, <laughs> and what, I was thinking to myself, it was literally the polar opposite of chilling. His body was heating in the San Diego. It's like, it's early... Oh, I don't want to... No, let's not do this. I saw a bit of... I saw a clip of Goldust on WCW um, with a new gimmick. Uh-huh. Uh, that he got given. I think it was like a st- he looked just stupid, um, and it was like his, his YouTube. Because I now get served YouTube clips of wrestling now. Yeah. It used to be graphics card reviews. <laughs> now it, and you know um, uh, old technology. Now I get served um, you know shooting interviews with fucking Hornswoggle or his fucking name is <laughs> uh, saying who's now, got the biggest. There's dick. someone I would like to, to, their body to remain undiscovered, <laughs> undiscovered by cameras. <laughs> no, um, I'm sure he's lovely. Saying who's uh, who, which one of the divas is. A slut and uh, who's got the biggest penis? Wrestling is disgusting. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, one of the clips was like, "Oh, when wrestlers broke kayfabe and just said what they really thought," and like mm-hmm. the same punk thing, which you know, he, he, he Scripted, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then his um, it, it basically Goldust goes on WWE and, and basically shouts, like calls out the WWE, says, ah, "I used to be a WWE. Yeah. I was part of a big wrestling family, and and they give me this shitty gimmick, Goldust." I'm thinking. Didn't he go back to be Goldust? <laughs> yeah. that, is that just water under the bridge? Are you allowed to just do that? There is, there is a slight thing. If I joined, thing. like, Capital Radio, man, Absolute Radio, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, hello, can I have my job back now? No. And if they were like wrestlers, they'd go, yes. <laughs> but, but then they'd get Andy Bush to screw you over <laughs> yes. on air without you knowing. He'd throw I'll to you. i myself over. 
<laughs> as Vince said. <laughs> Pete screwed Brett Pete. screwed Brett. <laughs> Pete screwed Pete. Uh, uh, this, this, this match, <laughs> again, the crowd, because uh, it's the Canadian versus American thing, they have, like, posters. One of them says USA stinks, and it's a middle finger with the stars and stripes on it. Mm. There's th- They start chanting, US sucks, and it's like fucking Tehran in the <laughs> 80s. It is so violently explosive. I mean, there's a weird thing about, like, if I think you were running this, <laughs> if you're Vince McMahon, not only do you know tonight I'm really going to fuck over someone who's done nothing but work for me, and I don't know how it'll go, it might work and it might not, and I'm tense about it. I think you'd look at this and you'd go, have I created something that is a bit out of control? <laughs> I think so. It's gone a bit out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a bit of a mess, and there's too many moving parts. And you really know. are. And there then, was I, I was um, there was a big news story in, on the BBC. Um, Grant Holt, the ex Norwich um, striker. Yes, he's uh, gone into in massive inverted commas looking at the clip um, uh, where he's in like a he's a, on a local uh, on a local um, uh, wrestling company. Uh-huh. And it's a forty man thing. And I was like, forty men. <laughs> on a local wrestling, like on a, on a small wrestling company, I'm thinking that's a lot of fifty quid notes, isn't it? Isn't Just 50, it? Where you get each one. It, well, you get... it's a lot of fifty quid notes that you have to get someone to split into ten, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? I, I mean, I, I, can't, I couldn't believe who's. There must be wrestlers working for free at that level, surely. There must be. There must be. And Grant Holt's on a couple of grand. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Doing, doing a dreadful bit oh, of work at the All end. I will say is, did you see the other wrestlers mentioned in BBC News? No, exactly. That's there the thing, though. You That's the go. thing, though, isn't it? There it's you the go. the Muhammad Ali effect. Um, Pete, if you won the Survivor Series Supper Sweepstake... Oh, my God! <laughs> oh. oh! Like Jacqueline oh. Cooks did. J- Jacqueline cannot believe... <laughs> Jacqueline from Columbia, South Carolina, cannot believe she's won dinner with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> A man it's... we've only ever seen consume beers. <laughs> I know, or be really violent. <laughs> I'd like to go out for dinner with him. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you, dear, there are a lot of Steve's ex-wives <laughs> who are sitting at home who remember bad dinners with him. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, Sup- the Super Supper Sweepstakes winner. <laughs> I can't believe, I'm salivating at the thought of it. Mm. So basically, this is a sweepstake that you win yep. and you go to dinner with one of the wrestlers. Now, they used to run this in like the old WWF magazine where they'd often do a it's a yearly thing about you can win dinner with your favourite wrestlers and they would sit there they would sit there and wait and they go what have you got there and they go Hulk Hogan bin Hulk Hogan bin Hulk Hogan bin Jim the Anvil in (laughs) (laughs) so there was a great one where a kid went out with the Bushwhackers oh no (laughs) wow out of all the people who asked for the Bushwhackers you picked me yeah yeah yeah, that's that's exactly it yeah you 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 weren't alone um, that was so. Guess what's for tea? They is had it, a big, is it sardines? They, yes. They had a big photo spread, and it's just these two bushwhackers <laughs> taking this kid out to a thing, and the kid looks like he's having fun, but they're all licking him and like pushing sardines in his face, and I mean, it, it it's looked, good clean fun. It looked fucking terrible. Oh, there's a great clip doing the rounds at the minute of a match between the bushwhackers and the Rougeos, <laughs> right. and one of the Rougeos is slamming one of the bushwhackers. I think it's Luke, mm. and for some reason, Luke has decided, obviously as a rib. And when he's upside down, to just start rubbing the Rougeau brother's cock uh, <laughs> with his hand. And he manages to get, like, four up and downs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> or it happens. And no one reacts to it. Like, this is like, oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> I, I will tell you, they, I, I didn't think I could find them any more disgusting. But 
I am disgusted about their unprofessionalism. Oh, don't let kids. <laughs> Stop rubbing the rougeos. <laughs> rub the, rub the, rub the Never right ever rub a rougeo. No, um, good lord. If I was going to pick a wrestler to go out with, it would be Dusty Rhodes. Yes. Um, pock and beans. Well, I have some pock and beans. Pock yeah. and beans. Or I think I might go out with a really big fat one just to see them. Just to see them oh, absolutely. Like a, a Yokozuna. Well, you know for can fat, we no, all, Can you eat a whole chicken? Well, no. If you went with a Yokozuna, you'd know that he would have to pile in like 10,000 calories at a time. Yeah. And you, that no one would kind of like go, oh, Peter's eating a lot of food. <laughs> you can't <laughs> have afters two as well. Two desserts, Peter. <laughs> yes, I'm having two desserts. Meanwhile, Yoko's in the sitting there swallowing the table legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Who would you go out with, Peter? Who would you say I'd like to have a nice meal with you? Um, I would. Uh, well, it'd be ravishing, recruit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would just be. I would eat sushi off his stomach. Like <laughs> 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 a sexy lady. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. As I have broken from all the street tickets and all the rubber rooms across these weak planets. Actually, it reminded me um, in the uh, in that documentary I watched um, that well, there's Rajin in a suit for one, yeah, uh, and also 
Steve Blackman in this uh, wrestle in, not WrestleMania Survivor Series. Um, if you Google him on mm. Google or Bing, I imagine <laughs> he's got two. He's quite hairy chested here, and right. then he's rarely hairy chested. Ah. He's usually quite um, quite um, shaven. He's probably got that thing of going when he starts off going, oh, I'm not going to be like you, you fairy asses. And with ten, 10 minutes, he's wearing eyeliner and he's shaved all of his body hair off. <laughs> can I uh, possibly do the gold dust gimmick for three weeks? <laughs> no, no, only a Rhodes can pull that off. Um, the next match is Kane versus Mankind. Um, this is uh, uh, the Kane sort of coming out party. Here. Right, okay. So he's he's debuted at a pay-per-view uh, and in your house in the very first Hell in a Cell match. He's come through the floor. So, ah. Oh, so he was designed to be like a like a someone who would fight the Undertaker. Or something yes. Like that, right? So uh, storyline, he is uh, the Undertaker's <laughs> brother, right? And they have this thing of of uh, there's all this complex stuff about the Undertaker's parents being murdered in a fire, and was it Kane who started it? And Paul Bearer says, oh, Paul's, you know, all this, <laughs> you know, nonsense. But Kane was a huge star from mm. the moment that he came into the ring. Having had a load of unsuccessful gimmicks beforehand, right. he was the fake Diesel. He was oh. uh, Isaac Yankum DDS, oh. the evil dentist. Cause f- yes, because fake Diesel, who I don't think we've seen in any of the WrestleMania's, no. it, it was after they'd gone, wasn't it? That's right. Um... He's, whenever the sh- he just looks really doughy compared to Dick's Diesel, for better or worse, was quite good looking. Yeah, he's it's got just- a squashy face <laughs> as Kane, Mayor Kane. And uh, so, I mean, he comes out here, and, and you know, he is he is exactly what they need yeah. at this time. Kane, a very underrated performer because right. his longevity, more than anything else, mm. he's one of those guys who has been around near constantly, and sort of still does bits and bobs to this day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I don't enjoy particularly watching his matches. He has a plodding style, which is not particularly for me. But you can't, you know, he he is one of those people who I think, you know, when they put him in the Hall of Fame, I can't really think of anyone it will be more deserving for no, she's not of in this yet. era. Right. No, I think they're holding back. He's obviously very healthy. He's obviously, he's a libertarian. Yeah. And he's now got, um, he's the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. Mm. I think, you know, he's got quite a lot going on. He seems like he's got his head screwed on. And I think they, they're pretty confident he'll be alive for a long time yet. <laughs> so they can put him in as one of the big stars of the Attitude Era, knowing full well he's not going to suddenly turn out to, you know, be on stage. Steroids or, yeah. you know, having made a porno. He's a reliable, <laughs> safe pair of hands. He seems like one of those workhorses of the company mm. who is unflashy but has just always been there. Yeah. Um, I didn't really enjoy this match I, at all. I wasn't, I was quite taken with the red. I quite like the red. I thought that gave it something a little bit different. It looked like it. two leather daddies fighting in an Amsterdam brothel window. <laughs> <laughs> it? It, really it reminded me of, um, not Jim Box. There's a there's a um, a gym uh, around the corner from uh, Golden Square, and uh-huh. it's like I am going to red. struggle to come up with local gym names. It's called <laughs> a gay gym, and mm-hmm. it's um, I'm fairly certain I heard from a young friend of mine that if you're under 23 and you're male, uh, you get in for free on <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Um, uh, I, might, I might bleep out the name of that gym, actually. Yep, yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> lest, I, lest I go into uh, my own. Yeah. Shit, I've said it again. <laughs> it's 100% worthwhile <laughs> that I think we should we should say, don't go there and go, well, they've tied it in with Survivor Series 97. <laughs> so let's shout a load of homophobic <laughs> abuse like the crowd here do through the whole thing. That is not why... <laughs> We are not telling you about it for that reason. We're telling no. you about it because I don't know. I don't know why we're telling you about it. No. But the important thing is, it's not homophobic. You have to admit that the red light does take 
at least 20 yards off Paul Bearer. He yes. looks fantastic. If I saw Paul Bearer in a nightclub, I'd want to get off him. <laughs> and I stopped, don't say that very... He stopped dyeing his hair in this. Uh... And he's now got this just sort of like chestnut hair. <laughs> and it is like beautiful chestnut sort of like, like a mink, like a stoat. Uh, he doesn't look any less weird when no. he's got all the makeup off. He still looks... Absolutely bizarre. I, I, won- I wondered. I, I wondered why he looked so different. And it is just that. It's just that he's. Oh, you stupid. noticed? He's still got the same voice, though. That's the <laughs> he thing. does. And, and uh, but then it goes back to Paul Bearer fully throating mankind's claw <laughs> at one point, and you just that is up there with the worst things I've seen. Yeah, on this Ab- on this run of shows. Absolutely, I know. I agree with that. I I, I I did slightly. I mean, Mick Foley works very hard on this, and he's being knocked around, and he you, takes his bumps. You can see it's a spectacle, and at the time, the Kane character was so exciting because it was so brand new, mm. and I, I, did, I did actually sort of find this one a bit hard to watch. Mm. I've got no, to say, I, I liked got to it. Say, I enjoyed it. Well. You, you, sir, are entitled to your opinion. I've noticed that um, Jerry Lawler's voice is almost... A, actually, the Mankind VT at the start of this match, mm. he's really good on the mic. Oh, Even though yeah. he's talking about being a fucking pebble. Yeah. Like, he's being accused <laughs> of being... being I think Paul Barrett calls him a pebble or something, and he gets really upset about it. It's like, <laughs> mate, you've just done a VT and held my uh, attention for the good, best part of two and a half minutes. Yeah. Just talking about being angry that someone calls you a pebble. He is... I mean, Foley is, is known for, for the sort of, you know, the violent bumps that he mm. used to take. But... On the mic, he was great. Oh, it's really great. good. Such an intelligent wrestling mind. Super. He, um, and Jerry Lawler sounds like um, one of the things I noticed is Jerry Lawler sounds like one of the neighbourhood kids from Bob's Burgers, Zeke. <laughs> so do have a look. But I was only reminded about that fact because um, while he was talking, there was a big um, poster for South Park on in, yes. in the crowd. There was a South Park three sixteen sign, along with the best one, which said Mean Gene three sixteen. Yes, that is nice to say. That's beautiful. Mean, mean Gene three sixteen. He's not in it in this one, is he? I don't by this point, he's over in WCW. Oh, really? He's yes. popped over? Yeah. When Vince McMahon first... We should first... do some more WCW. We should, uh, we should pop over. I think that's not a bad that's idea. Not, we should pop over, shouldn't we? When Vince McMahon began expanding in. nationally, one of the first people he took was Mean Gene. Right. He was the voice of the AWA, mm. and Vince McMahon made him the voice of the WWF. So in some ways, Vince going to WCW was a bit of a blow. They probably would have phased him out because he was getting older, mm. but there was a sense that, Vin- that Gene was the voice yeah, of, of WCW, having been... The the voice of the WWF, mm. another sign that they were on the back foot. For anyone that, you know, w- were a little bit, God, I don't know, felt a little bit left behind or a little bit kind of confused or, you know, mm. this attitude, this new attitude era got, got a bit cold, I guess having a stable of wrestlers who, you know, from the likes of, uh, you know, all the ones that we've talked about over yeah. the past few weeks, um, being over there sort of gave them a sort of warm blanket and it's, yeah. it's, it's there you know what I mean you, you recognise the big stars yeah. WCW build it as where the big boys play because mm. if you'd been out of watching you hadn't watched wrestling for a year and you yeah. came back to WCW oh, where's, where's WWF, the, where's, who yeah. are these yeah you recognise Bret Hart well he's off yeah. the rest of them who are they mm. you know they had a very very young crew in the long run that's pretty much what saved them. Yeah. They had a, a young, inexpensive, hungry crew. And the big stars, they took a lot of money in WCW. They, they, they didn't have the work rate. Mm. And that was the thing that, in the short term, the big stars were a huge boon. In the long term, you had to create new ones. Mm. And that's what WWF did. I think they slightly lucked into it. They just couldn't afford to have the big stars. Yeah. So, Is that true, though? Because obviously in the documentary that we spoke about a few times, yeah. um, Hart sort of told that, you know, that Vince can't afford his wages. And you sort of go... I don't buy that. There like, were, well, so it's twenty million over like twenty years or something. Yeah. It's a certain amount of money anyway. It, it is. It was over twenty years. But what had really happened was there were there were two things. They said they couldn't afford it. One of the things was they wanted to become a publicly traded company. Right. And one of the things you need when you're a publicly traded company is not to have long contract 
things hanging over because right. they can affect your future profits. Yeah. So they wanted to get rid of this long contract that, that they'd given to Bret Hart. Right. The other thing about it was... You I still think, need assets, though, don't you? You still you, need... You like, do, but I think they also looked at Bret Hart and thought, do you know what? You've been here 14 years. Mm. You're not the big thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin's the big thing. The Undertaker, yeah. he's really big, but you are slipping. Yeah. And I think Vince McMahon just thought, thought you know what? I can't see a future for him. Mm. And I think it was part of that was, was you say, we can't really afford you. Mm. And it's but just, in reality, it's, he just yeah. wanted, he just wanted him gone. Yeah. You know, I think that, well, I don't think he wanted him gone. I don't think he was going to fight to keep him mm. because he didn't see a long-term future for mm. him. Um, would you have sent your cable bill in to the Rockville Centre to get a free <laughs> shitty dog tag? Was that just a way of getting their bills off them so they couldn't refund, get their money refunded Do you somehow? know what? I think they did this quite a lot over the years yeah. where you'd send in your proof of purchase and yeah. then they'd send you back something which <laughs> literally costs... 0.04 of a penny. You know? Why are Americans obsessed with dog tags? I went to the Rosa Parks Museum uh-huh. and bought some Rosa Parks dog tags. <laughs> They're on my bedpost. What, was that from Sexy. like Rosa Parks doing a like tour of duty in <laughs> Vietnam? It just, had Rosa, <laughs> it just had Rosa Parks' face on some dog tags. <laughs> dog tags are weird. So, For them, it's a cultural thing, isn't it? It's an army hmm, thing. Army thing, yeah. But then, <laughs> why do I want one? I'm in the WWF army. You know, would you have to come to basic training? I just, I just wanted a free dog tag, is, mate. Is there drug testing? Kind of. <laughs> it depends. We test drugs. <laughs> is that what you? Yeah. Hey, high five. We test them for potency. <laughs> <laughs> you will also be testing them. <laughs> Oh, and then there's a, there's a VT of um, Sergeant Slaughter and Vince uh, getting interviewed oh. about who he thinks is going to win. Sergeant Slaughter's um, speaking voice is ridiculous. His oh. big Russ <laughs> Abbott face. His, his big Russ Abbott face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's anything... I mean, if you're Vince McMahon and you know... and let, let, Let's just say, for the sake of argument, right. that the Montreal screw job is entirely legitimate yeah. and Bret Hart was screwed. If you're Vince McMahon, why... Why do you go halfway through, I want a cryptic chat that makes me the most evil man on earth? <laughs> so they, they, they've got Michael Cole talking to Sergeant Slaughter, mm. and he says, unusual tension in the air this evening. And Sergeant Slaughter says, we have extra security backstage at the locker room area, so nothing will happen back here. I assure you that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, Sarge. That, that, you did have extra security, but then everything happened back there. Um, and Vince is just almost... He, he's like pulling himself back from going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this doing here? I can't here? figure it out. And he's wearing the biggest suit. Like in, yeah. in, in all of the in all of the uh, documentary, um, all of like the, the, the cutaways where you just see Vince chatting to you know um, Owen mm. Hart's children, all the kids basically, the Hart family. Like Vince has got the biggest suits yeah. you've ever seen. They're double breasted, but they're gigantic. Yeah. Proper Jacko man, Jackamo man stuff. Yeah, it is gigantic. It? But Vince is huge. Yeah, he's he big, is yeah. obsessed with size. Mm. And when you see the pictures, even I mean, I think last year he was doing a muscle and fitness. Yeah, for his age, he's remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> if it's genuinely just gym muscle, wow. <laughs> Colour me impressed. <laughs> but he is he is huge, and he's always been huge. And yeah. one of the funniest things that happens in this period, he becomes the big villain, Mr. McMahon. Mm. And the funny thing is, because he's always worn a shirt, you've and never you've seen so him with the wrestlers. That pop where you see, uh, wait, I've not... I've, when I've he definitely seen him with his top off. comes out. 
with that with those huge pecs and the muscles people are like well oh my god <laughs> i did not see that twist coming yeah, yeah. it's it, it's insane but you see him with it's these it's like a video game he like, is, like the boss being hench it's yeah hilarious. he's always been hench yeah. and it's there's something about the fact that his hair is so neat <laughs> and he's also oh yeah you know it's business up top but look, you know i was going to say it's party down below but it's the furthest thing no, from it's party still, no it's, it's still business it's more business it's more meat <laughs> you're just meat yeah the business is a butchers <laughs> and i have i have put all of my stock on my body when you know? does he when does he first i, w- I want to know three things i want to find out um i, I want to go through everyone who won the sup- super super sweepstakes winners <laughs> and i want to find out what they're doing now and what the fucking dinner was like definitely uh, and uh, also i want to know what what dates what when can i see the video mm. where vincent Mann first takes his top I, I i think there is it's for thi- research mother at this period the raw uh <laughs> tv show this is really where it's happening and they're building right. up to different pay-per-views and uh, there is a very good big overview of this Attitude Era mm. in an old um, DVD, which is just um, the best of Raw, and it tells <laughs> the storyline perfectly. Right. But of, honestly, the Vince McMahon stuff, it's impossible to watch it and not go, this might have been the greatest wrestling <laughs> year of all time. Not in ring, but the actual... Yeah. The, the hold, they held back from it for so long, mm. and they played it so well that it just built and built and built and built. It is absolutely thrilling. Th- this bit is just... When you get Vince here, at this point, he's almost going... I don't know. That's the thing about it, isn't it? He's beginning to position himself as a bad guy. Yeah. So he's had some run-ins with Bret Hart on television, and he's being more than an authority... More than... I think they're beginning to sort of say he owns it. Right. And they'd never really said that before. He was just a commentator. So he's having some run-ins with Bret Hart, and they're doing a bit of reality. But in this, that little bit he does with Sergeant Slaughter adds nothing unless you know afterwards that he's going to fuck over Bret Hart. Mm. And then watching it back, you go, God, he's put a bit in there where he's basically sort of going, now you see what I mean. Well, now you see. It's like House of Cards. Well, he's only... Um, I think this is the first time I've ever seen him not um, either commentating... It's the only time I've ever seen him where he's been either not commentating or mm. um, doing something um, in, in the ring, as in, like, you know, talking. Yeah. So this is the first time he's actually just... Just this being is, interviewed. Th- this one, there is such a weird feeling of it, you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, and it's all falling apart. Mm. It's so interesting. It, it, it's it, so it, weird. His delivery is like, I don't know who's going to win. It mm. almost looks a bit nervous. Almost looks a bit nervous. It is. I mean, they were very, Ooh, yeah. very nervous about how the actual screw job itself would go down. Mm. But that, dear boy. Is a story for another episode. Another story for the next episode no. of Survivor Series Wrestle Me. Wrestle Me, Peter. Wrestle Me, Mark. If you want to get in touch with the show, Wrestle Me Pod at G. No, that's wrong. That was an old one we used for a bit. <laughs> it's shortwrestlemepod.com. Uh, uh, and also, you can get us on Twitter at Wrestle Me Pod. I'm almost guarantee that um, the t shirts are gone by now. But there'll be more. Yeah. There'll be more bits and bobs coming. We're going to also try and broker an exclusive release of the brand. Brazzers porn <laughs> film, um, The Fuck Job. Yeah, and we're going to change all of the names and um, internet, intellectual properties. We're going to update it to more modern wrestlers. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get a load of porn actresses in, and they are going to be... Uh, oh, who should we do? Uh, let's CM do... Fuck. <laughs> the, the dream match, CM Fuck <laughs> versus Kenny Anal. Is that Kenny Omega? <laughs> it wasn't really a pun. <laughs>
Oh, dear Lord. Oh, let's get out of it. We'll be back next week. Stay classy! This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.